Hey everyone, welcome into the Irish NFL show against the odds. Michael McQuaid, Brian O'Leary, week five of the NFL season. And this season is flying in already. It seems, you know, we're going into the second London game this weekend. We're back. Well, we're all finally back from London. Jesus. Um, looking forward to this weekend. Uh, Brian, w- welcome in, sir. How's the form? Good to see you back on the, the Emerald Isles, Michael, after a, a, a disturbing couple of days for you in terms of getting stuck in London. But, uh, yeah, another few uh, few days away from the second London game, which was a, quite an entertaining second half in London on Sunday. We've obviously got the Packers and Giants this coming Sunday. But uh, yeah, full slate of games, and we're going to walk through a couple of games and give our picks and give our thoughts on those games and an interesting slate of games again this weekend. Bit of a different schedule this week for the podcast. This podcast, you're listening to this. Um, on a Friday morning, so obviously hope you enjoy your weekend, folks. Uh, and then there'll be the segments going out across today um, and tomorrow in regards to the NFL Sunday. And then we are live at 9.30, approximately 9.30, depending on time allocations, um, from London. The link's already on our YouTube channel. Go to the homepage, and it's under the Week 5 segment on the homepage. You can't miss it. Uh, that's the best place to interact and watch it in full HD. Okay, so... Let's look at this here. We're going to look at, uh, as always, we're going to look at the odds through our uh, friends over at PointsBet. You can't get PointsBet in Ireland or in the UK, so your bookie will be different odds, but it's still quite similar to what we would usually look at. Uh, and we're going to look at America's Game of the Week, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, the money line, the handicap, the total points. Um, did we have bets of the week last week? It was so busy last week, Michael. I can't regard. I think... Uh... We both picked the Chiefs to win in in Tampa. We felt that was a good bet. The line was relatively low in that game. And then on Monday night, we had a bit of a mixed opinion there because obviously you picked the 49ers and you were right with that selection. And I had gone for the Rams. I felt the Rams would would find a way to um, would beat the Niners, you know, after losing six games in a row. But now it's seven games in a row within, within the division. I worked out it was 11 for 16 at the weekend. Thank God I'm finally starting to get away with a form back, but uh, a couple of teams let me down. Let's look at the first game. Uh, this game is in the later window on Sunday night. Um, so Sunday, you got the Giants and the Packers in London. You got the early window after that, and then you got the late windows. This is 9.25. Um, we're going to miss this because we're all heading back to Dublin at 10 o'clock. Please, God, Ryanair, my, Mr. O'Leary, not you, but the other O'Leary, I will kill you hypothetically if that flight does not go off in time and um, Cowboys at the Rams Rams looking not the full set at the minute Brian as far as I'm concerned that might be a wee bit controversial for some Rams fans or the Super Bowl champions but I have not been that impressed with the way they started the season and that's why I picked the Niners the other night I thought that the Rams don't look fully into it so far this year and I think that's a fair enough point to make Cowboys are not the favorites. Rams are the favorites. Four points on the handicap, minus four, 14 to 15. The over-under is 45 and a half. And the Rams are favored in the money line, one to two on. I like um, the over in this game. Uh, I think at the time of recording, it's still going to be Cooper Rush. Uh, and I like the Cowboys to cover the four hand, plus four in the handicap, of 14 to 15, because I feel that this will either be a situation where the Rams win this very close or the Cowboys take them close. I have been honestly impressed with how Dallas have been able to keep going without Dak at quarterback. You you would be forgiven for thinking at week one, um, whenever Dak went down that they were screwed. And you know, people were saying already was the season over at that point. And they've proved people wrong so far, even though that the Eagles look, you know, and level up to them in the East. 
they have proven people wrong, Michael. And I think, bearing in mind week one, when Dak Prescott went down the game, they were also playing very poorly. Offensively, they hadn't moved the ball throughout the course of the game for, for large parts against the Bucks in week one. Everybody felt that would continue. Cooper Rush has come in, won three games in a row, has looked very efficient. That's four games in a row. In fact, he's won because he, he had a one start last year in Minnesota. So he's he's uh, proved to be a very reliable backup. And you can you can see the difference of opinion with some Cowboys fans as to why he should continue playing quarterback. And let's not go back to a more expansive offense with, with Dak Prescott. But I think inevitably, when Dak Prescott is ready, he will play. It may be a little bit too soon this weekend. And uh, they're going into LA. And you're right about the Rams. I can't disagree with you at all offensively. They've really struggled this season. You did call her out in week one when they played against the Bills. You felt there might be a bit of a kind of a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, and it seems to materialize. Metro Stafford is not getting the time which he got last year. It's been a lot of change on the offensive line. Cooper Cup is still having great numbers. But right now, with the exception of Cooper Cup, and um, their run game is a bit up and down. There's not a lot going on. Higby's been quite good in the games. But we haven't seen enough from Alan Robinson. We did in the second game against the Falcons, but for a big marquee signing that was coming over essentially to replace Odell Beckham, he hasn't really stepped up after his move from the Bears. Defensively, I still think they're sound. Okay, they didn't play great on, on Monday night. There was a lot of missed tackles, but when they have a defense in which to do, it'll keep them in games and certainly will keep them in this game. And I would agree with you. I, I'm going to lean with the over here, and I but I am going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams will find a way to win this game. They are due a rebound after a difficult loss on Monday night. And this will be a real test for the Cowboys. If the Cowboys were to win this game, it would prove for me that they are for real. And whilst all the kudos is going to the Eagles within the division, the Cowboys will be still there with only one defeat for the season if they get out of this game and a win. I still see it as a big, a big jump for them to get a win here in LA. If the game had been in Dallas, I probably would have named Cowboys, but I'm going to stick with the Rams. Just off a call with a big Ravens fan who will not be named, but he was saying about how he is concerned about Sunday Night Football and he's worried about the performance that the Ravens will put in at home to the Bengals um, Sunday Night Football so the handicap is minus 3 for in favour of the Ravens 10 to 11 on the over is 48 money line in favour of the Ravens who are 5 to 8 on and Ravens didn't score any points offensively in the second half, albeit against the Bills last week. There's been two occasions now, Brian, we talked about this on the previous broadcast this week, that the Ravens have uh, let go of leads uh, against two high-caliber teams in the AFC. As far as I'm concerned, you know, and I've, I've probably played into this as well, I think a lot of us have been on the, uh, what's the word? <laughs> hype train with certain things in, in the first few weeks of the season. And, and a lot of people were on the hype train of the Bengals were uh, finished or not, not finished, but they weren't, uh, they weren't anywhere near where they could be this year. They were going to go down a level. Well, they had a difficult start to the season. Forget about the whole Tua situation in terms of their own offensive performance. They beat the Dolphins on Thursday Night Football um, where many favored the, the Dolphins to go in and go 4-0 and they didn't. Um, regardless if it was Teddy or Tua, a quarterback, Joe Burrow looks more settled. Uh, this is a massive game, not just for them, but it's a huge game for the AFC North as well because um, you know the Ravens have lost two home games in a row and the Bengals have now won two in a row, so something's got to give on Sunday. Well, the Bengals' offensive line has really improved in the past two games. Last week against, sorry, the week four against the Jets and then obviously last week against Miami at home. And strong Miami defense, they seem to have 
rallied after getting a lot of criticism in the first two games. We spoke about it, how poor the offensive line was last year. It didn't seem to start too well this season either in Dallas and then the week one game against the Steelers. But they seem to have rebounded in the last two games, allowing Burrow to do what he does well, which is he can get out of pocket at times. He's got a good run game there. And he can find his receivers in Boyd, Higgins, and obviously Jamar Chase. From a Ravens perspective, two games at home, double-digit leads, and have given both games away. I saw a stat this morning saying in the two games in which the Ravens have lost, they've only been behind for 14 seconds in total. They're, they're playing very well for large parts of the game, but then they're finding ways to self, self-implode. They did it against the Dolphins in the fourth quarter where they gave them 28 points, and obviously the Bills came back on them last week. It's a big game in the division. It's a big game for the Ravens. You know, bearing in mind it could be three defeats at home in a row. I'm going to lean Ravens. I think the line is quite short, uh, minus three. I'd fancy them to cover. What's the over, Michael? The over, while well, I have a different tab open, I think it's 48. It is. And I, obviously the over with your bookie could be different, folks, but I'd say it'll be 48, 48 and a half. I think that's the best value, isn't it? I can't see it being any... Honestly, I, I think the Bengals could upset them. And in terms of value in the market, I feel if you're going to try and get something as close to even money as possible and you're going to lump a tenner, not a more, gamble responsibly, 48's not too bad. Yeah, bear in mind the points the Ravens have put up. Home to the Dolphins, away to the Patriots. Okay, held in check for large parts last week, but they are an explosive offense. And when the Bengals get going, they can put points up as well. So I would agree with you. I would side with the over here. And we might say a very explosive Sunday night football game, but I will stick to the Ravens, I feel. Having lost two at home, you really need to get a win at home to get the season back on track. Um, I, I really love this game on the Monday Night Football. Um, looking forward to watching the Monday Night game live for the first time in two weeks. Uh, I fell, I fell asleep every Monday Night game so far this season, which is annoying. Um, Raiders going up against the Chiefs. Um, this is a really tasty game in the AFC West because you know, the Chiefs' offense looked excellent against the Bucs completely do not get me wrong it looks really really good but the the, the the notion of this league on any given Sunday or in this case any given Monday all it takes is one slip up against the Raiders team that are now buoyed off the off a result against Denver that um, frankly if they win this game the Raiders they'll feel like they are in the West as much as any other team so this is a huge game for the Raiders because if they lose this they go one and four the Chiefs want to move up higher and higher in, in the AFC standards never mind the AFC West and um, and it's a big game because I think the Chargers play the Broncos next week. So for the West, it's a big one. And um, the handicap is seven points in favor of the Chiefs at seven to eight on. The over is fifty-one. The money line is three to eleven on. I, I don't see there being value there personally in the money line, Brian, for the Chiefs. I can understand why people, why people might see the value in this the seven-point handicap in favor of the Chiefs. And um, I like the over at 51. I, I can see this being a really, really good, really, really close game. The Chiefs have been on and off at times. They were on and off against the Chargers and Arrowhead. I know they won the game, but for a lot of that game, they were a bit on and off. They look they look fantastic. Mahomes looked incredible against Brady last week, but um, I do think this game will be closer. What's your thoughts on the betting market for this game? You're right, Michael. On and off and off in the home games as opposed to the away games as well. So, the Chargers game, you're right, the game changed on that pick six in the third quarter. Look like the Chargers potentially were in position to win the game. Then the following week, the Chiefs go and lose in Indianapolis, and that was a bit erratic. They had opportunities to win that game. So 
there is inconsistencies there. They were quite impressive last week. It was something like football against the Bucks. 41-31. I don't think the score was a true reflection. There was a lot of late scores by the Bucks. The game was quite comfortable for the Chiefs. And you're right, the Raiders, they really needed that win last weekend against the Broncos. It's a divisional win. It's a big game. The Raiders have won in, in our head before. It wouldn't surprise me if they were to go in there and turn them over. Despite, as well as the Chiefs played last week, the Raiders really need this game. I see a high-scoring game as well. I do think the Chiefs will win, but I am leaning with the Raiders with the points. Seven points is quite big in a divisional game, and I could see both teams being able to put, put up a lot of points. So the Raiders' offense last week was a lot better against the Broncos' defense that haven't played so well for large parts of the season, but were disappointed. They seem to have got their run game going last week. Harris seemed better. Devontae Adams was more involved. Uh, they've got a great player in Matt Collins, the wide receiver who's underrated. I could see them putting points up on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the Chiefs right now. They find ways to just get over the line in certain games. And with all the talk of the Eagles and the Bills, the Chiefs will like where they're at this season. And they're getting very little, you know, in terms of the hype, you know, which we've seen in the past with Mahomes. So Chiefs to win, the over, lean Raiders on the, on the handicap. Let's get a bet for each of us of the week. Uh, I'm going to take the New York Green Bay game in London, which we're at on Sunday. Um, and I don't think it's going to live up to the hype. Personally, I feel that the Packers are as interesting to watch at the minute on the offensive side of the ball as watching the Newt, if you can't speak Irish. And the Giants haven't got a quarterback as it stands at the time of recording. And even if Daniel Jones does play, I mean, how limited is he going to be? How many points can the Giants actually get? Uh, I like the under in this one, under 41 and a half, 10 to 11 on. Um, and I'm, I'm putting money on that this week. What's your thoughts on a, on a bet of the week, Brian? Uh, Tennessee Titans going into Washington. Washington have had a very difficult start to the season. A lot of talk that Ron Rivera would be would be gone if it wasn't for the, the ownership situation with, with Dan Snyder. Carson Wentz can't he's not been held up right in the offensive line is struggling, their defense is struggling. Titans have had two wins in a row on the back of a difficult start, beating the Raiders. Then obviously last week beat winning a divisional game against Colts. I think the line is quite low on the handicap. I think it's three, three and a half. I think Derek Henry will have a big game and the Titans will win that game comfortably. That's my handicap bet of the week. I also like the handicap on the Eagles going into Arizona. Now, if people aren't certain on the on the Eagles Cardinals game, the over is still 49 at four, basically even money. So if let's say the Eagles went into a lead or vice versa, one of them could come back and turn it around and get the points. I I think that's pretty good value, man. Yeah, I expect a high scoring game in that in the, in that game. I know the Cardinals offense has been a bit up and down so far, but we we have seen a little bit better from from Kyler Murray the, the past couple of weeks. The game against the Rams, the the only scored four field goals, but he threw for over three hundred yards. Hollywood Brown has had a, a good start. He had another good game last week in Carolina. They've come off a good win. They'll be up for this game. I, I see a high scoring game in in the desert as well on Sunday. Okay, that's us. Uh, one thing I didn't say at the start was. Please only bet what you can afford. Please bet responsibly. The odds are going to be different with every bookmaker. But if you are putting a bet on this weekend, obviously enjoy yourself. Do not bet too much, folks. Only bet what you can afford. Brian, see you in London on Sunday. Uh, bring a six-pack of Bulmers on the season. Six-pack of Paris tea bags. See you on Sunday, Michael. Lions. We're going to go Lions this week. We're going to go Nambari in the north. or Sorry, Nambari in the north for the Wembley game. And Punjana for the Munich game. Detroit Lions tea bags. I'm on it. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye.